Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, The Billsley Black and White, Past and Present. Now, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome, I wish everybody a happy new year, a healthy, safe 2022. So my guest for today is Fraser President is signing, Mr. Ross Aitken. Ross has shifted from the reds of the veil to the black and whites of the brock. Good morning, Ross. How are you? Morning, boy. Aye, good. Thank you. Yourself? I'm very well, thank you. So I'd just like to welcome you into the Fraserburgh Football Club in the Bells Day. Aye, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying it really well so far, so hopefully that will continue. Good. It's good to have you on board. Right, Ross, are you a McDuff or a Barnflown? Well, I was originally a McDuff lad, but I've uh, moved across the bridge to Banff now, so I've been in Banff for about 18 months or so. Um, but aye, I was a McDuff all my days before that. Oh, okay, okay. So, how did your love affair start? Um, it would have been playing for uh, McDuff Lions, aye. Um, actually, in early age, my dad probably had me kicking a, kicking a ball a bit. Um, so, aye, McDuff Lions, if I thought I started for me, um, probably kind of primary one, um, and then uh, right through to primary seven, playing for McDuff Lions, aye. Okay, so McDuff Lions, I've heard a fair bit about that. It's quite a well-organised club, is it? Aye, it was. Um, I believe it's probably even more organised now. A lot of the, the youngsters fit by, they've got the, the community stuff and um, they've got really, really good um, facilities and that to use now. Um, so aye, it was, it was it was a good setup and with a lot of organised fit by ourselves. So um, a lot of local galas and that we used to go to and play in our local kind of teams. Um, Bucky's, uh, Fraser Bra, Huntley, Keith, um, White Hills, different boys, kind of, ah, that's their team, so, ah, we had a lot of football when we were, we were youngsters. <clears throat> of course, when you're a youngster, that's all you want to do is kick a ball, isn't it? Ah, that's it, that's it, I, I used to really enjoy going to the galas locally and that, and, and trying to, trying to win a trophy, and, um, ah, that was good, really enjoyed the McDuff Lion days, like. Uh, the galas were magic events. I mean, they were only go when I was a bit, and I used to love playing in the galas. As you say, trying to win a trophy on the day. Ah, that's it. And I, I don't think there's um, much galas in the go anymore for the for the youngsters, like which is a shame because it used to be really, really good. Ah, uh, a lot of good players started out their lives in the in the galas. Ah, that's it. That's it. So there's a thing, when you retire for your fit back in, it's a long way away. Would you ever think of doing something for the McDuff Lions, the team you started, like coaching? Um, ach, it's not really something I've uh, thought about, but obviously I enjoy my fit back. So once that day comes, I'll maybe um, maybe look to get myself involved, be, be coaching somehow. But um, hopefully I can still play on for a good while yet, and then uh, we'll, we'll decide on that when um, the day comes. Like, but. I would probably like to still stay involved with uh, football somehow. Uh, but it's a long way away. Ah, uh, here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so you did the McDuff Lions still using primary. So did you, was it Banff Academy you were taking to, was it? Aye, Banff Academy, aye. So we went there for for first year. I was there for fifth year, I think I left. Like, aye, so played um, Academy football there. We, uh, Mr. Nielsen, Stuart Nielsen. Um, so I we we had a, a decent enough school team, so I enjoyed fit, playing football there as well. I eh? in Banff has been a pretty good day academy team. There's a lot of good players coming to Banff academy over the years. I well, uh, Mr. Nielsen, he uh, he obviously gave us a lot of training and that as well, and 
Um, got us playing football every kind of Saturday morning and sometimes through the week and that as well. So there was always loads of games for us, and, which is always a, a bonus for, for young football players. You can't play enough football. So, um, uh, yes, no, it was good. So did you start out life as a defender or did you get up front or how did it start for you? I was actually a striker, believe it or not. Um, so I was a striker probably right through to about, mm, about 13, 14 year old. And then I uh, just started dropping back further and further since then. Um, I then probably went to winger for, for striker um, and then dropped into to full back. And then I've played centre mid, centre half. I've kind of played everywhere, but now um, I play full back kind of all the time. So I enjoy playing full back. But That's started good. off as a striker. So you played all the way apart between the sticks? I always apart from the sticks. I've never played in the sticks, and I hope I never have to either. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, they say you have to be a bit uh, uh, mad or something to playing goals, but uh, you're better off out the park. <laughs> so, since a youngster growing up, I mean, I can remember back my favourite players. Did you have any favourite players you looked up to as a youngster? Aye, my uh, favourite player was Henrik Larson. Um, so he was he was my hero as a, a youngster, like so. Um, I, he was the, the man I, I looked up to but um, I, I wouldn't say I based my game on him because I've turned you a fullback. back <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hendrick was some player wasn't he but no he, he was the, the man like so As being a Celtic fan obviously he was uh, the one you looked up to uh, well Hendrick ended up in my estimation after well he left Celtic and he ended up in Man United aye. so that made him a good lad in my eyes aye uh, it's, it just shows, yeah, if you move to Barcelona and my United to Celtic, you've obviously done something right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when you left school, Ross, did you go straight to the Highland League or was it amateur league for you? Um, straight to Highland League, aye. Um, so 2013, um, I signed for Vale. Um, was I 16? I was 16 when I first signed for Vale, aye. So, um, so as for, I went to after um, Academy. What was the manager that signed you? It was Charlie Charlesworth, um, so he was he was the one that gave me an opportunity at Avail. Um, so I did obviously did pre-season 2013, and then I was on the bench for the first couple of games, and then I actually it was Wick at home I made my debut, um, but I was actually supposed to be on the bench that game, but um, it was Connor Rennie the full but the right back at the time. I think he picked up an injury in the warm up, and then that's how I got my opportunity. And then I uh, actually played quite a lot of games that season, thankfully, which was uh, for, good for, for my age at the time. Absolutely. And that kind of got you broken in and settled into playing in the team. Aye, aye, that's it. Um, it was a good good team at that point and everybody made me feel welcome. Like So, uh, no, it was a, a good, a good um, opportunity that Charlie gave me, aye. Yeah, that's good. Now, test your memory. Tell me some of the lads that was in the team when you broke through. Uh, so Scotty Fraser, um, Scotty Henry, Graham Roger, Craig Kiwi, uh, Martin Charlesworth, Graham Watt, um, we also had Conor Rennie, Kyle Ray, uh, Coco Charlesworth, Colin Charlesworth. Um, what else did we have? A few boys not happy if I've not managed to remember them, like, but on the spot, it's not easy to remember Abdi. Um, but no, with with a, a, a real good team at that point, um, 
So no, I enjoyed enjoyed the time playing under Charlie. I. That's good. I'm thinking back to your, your uh, debut. Your boy was injured in the warm-up, so you pissed about five minutes to get ready and go, was you? Aye, pretty much, but sometimes that's uh, not a bad thing because you, you sometimes put a bit extra pressure on yourself if you um, can you're playing. And so getting chucked in um, was probably not a bad thing. You've never got any, any time to think about anything and you just go out and play. That's it, no time to panic, just go for it. Aye, just go for it. So, um, no, no, it was good. And uh, if I mind right, I think we, we won that game. It was either... 2-0 two, two or 2-1. Two, That's uh, really testing the memory like, but at least, we, <laughs> at least we got, I'm pretty sure we got three points that day. Aye? Magic. How did Bale finish in the league that year, can you mind? It was six that year. That's good. Good. And did you, when you get your first Bale goal, or did you get a Bale goal? Aye, um, it was actually, we played Wick again. It must have been, because I think that was the third or fourth game in the season. Um, we played them again um, in the turn, so it was about December time, um, after the midway point. So uh, we played them away, wick away. That was the first uh, goal I scored for the Vale as well. Very good. Was that a good goal? It was actually uh, it was a really, really windy day, and we was playing up the hill at Wick, second half. And um, I took a free kick for maybe about five, five, ten yards into into their half, attacking up the hill. And uh, I've, t- I've actually just tried to put a whip a bar into the box and uh, the winds took it and it's went over the keeper's seed and into the back of the net. So uh, a bit of a fluke, but you, you take it. Magic, but celebration in good, I'll bet. Aye, uh, it was because you get a bit of abuse off the Wick fans, which is, is, is good, <laughs> like we like getting a bit of abuse. So aye, um, we turned green and uh, we were celebrating in front of the, their fans. like so. <laughs> Magic. So at the end of your first season, Ross, how do you think that student said for a player did it mark in that first season? Did it improve you? Aye, definitely. Um, obviously for, for youth fit, but it's a, a big, big difference. So um, there were a lot of boys in that team that helped me out and gave me some good advice and um, had good coaching and that. So um, no, I really enjoyed my first season and um, it definitely stood me in good stead for, for kicking on and trying to trying to improve as a player. That's <clears throat> yeah, magic. So the start of the second season, you just felt like this is where you belong. You're good to go. Aye. Aye. Well, I think after the first season, um, I then got offered a, a contract extension. So I think when that happens, you've obviously done something right. And uh, so when that happened, I ended up signing a new deal and I was there. I signed another two-year extension. So um, I felt as though I was... I was made involved with the squad and um, made sure I went ahead and had a good pre-season to, to give myself a chance to um, kind of be playing kind of week in, week out, which is what everybody's after. That's a great confidence boost in your first season getting offered a contract extension. Aye, aye, exactly. Um, and at that point, I was I was happy where I was and uh, uh, I was I kind of just signed it straight away and um, just wanted to get knuckled down and try and be his... Um, try and play as well as I can and be as consistent as I could when I was getting the opportunity. So your first season coming straight through like school into Highland League, did you find it physical or did you manage that bit? Don't remember that? Ah, it definitely is a lot more physical, but you've just got to adapt quickly because if you didn't adapt quickly to it, you can, you can find yourself out of the team and um, maybe playing somewhere else if you didn't adapt to the 
to the um, to the standards and physicalities that it is. And did you get through that first season without, without any injuries? Um, I thankfully I did because about from fourteen to sixteen, I kind of struggled with a few injuries. Um, had a bad ankle injury and ended up paying a couple of hamstring injuries in that as well. So for that kind of age, I think the reason was maybe maybe just doing a bit too much at that point. Um, but ever since I've kind of been playing high league fit with Dutch Wood, I've um, not really struggled that much with injuries. So no, I, I got through through without any no, any bother. How did your second season with Vale pan out for you? Um, I think we testing the memory again. We didn't finish as high up as sixth. I think we were maybe. Maybe eighth, ninth. Um, still had a near bad season, but obviously we, were, we would have been hoping to kick on. Um, but we actually fell back a couple of places, so it wasn't quite as good as the the first season. But um, from a club point of view, but uh, personally, I felt as though I still had a, a decent enough season. Um, but it wasn't as as good as what we would hoped for from a club point of view. Maybe this time you're established first team regular. Um. I would have. I was still in and out the team at that point. I wasn't um, playing every game, but I was playing a lot for for the age I was at the time, um, which kind okay, I was wanting to play every week. But I wasn't. As, um, I wouldn't have said I was probably first choice right back at that time. But um, no, I was playing a lot of games. Like, and when you get a game, you just take your opportunity and do the best you can. Ah, that's it. That's what I had to do. Um, and at that age, I probably wasn't. Out, my performances were probably a wee bit up and down. Um, as you say, just trying to adapt to the league, and sometimes can, you're playing against uh, some real good players as well. So sometimes you, you had some tough games in your hand, and um, the manager probably wanted to maybe go for a more experienced player against some of the tougher teams. Um, so uh, that's probably why I find myself out of the team sometimes. But um, no, I was I was happy with the game time I was getting at that that point. Um, how old I was. <clears throat> good, good. And did you come up against any really tough opponents that you kind of struggled with? Um, I I remember playing. This would have been from Brora, where where um, kind of really, really still are a really good side. But um, probably when they were at one of their best was um, the boy Andrew Gregg Chubbs was his nickname. Oh, um, right, he 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 gave me a real tough game. I remember that one. Um, Scotty Barber. I remember playing against him. He's gave me a couple of tough games as well, so uh, it's good to be in, in the same team as him now because uh, he was always always a tricky customer as well. But um, now nah, over the years you came up against some real good players, but um, you've just got once you play against them a couple of times, you kind of understand how they play, and you've got to try and adapt to try and get the better of them. To be the effort, and every game's different. Ah, exactly, exactly. So did you add your goal tally in the second season? Uh, I think I've never been a big goal scorer, but I think over the 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 course of the period of time I was at the the Vale, I'm, I'm probably scored one or two um, every season I was there. So I never scored a lot of goals, like, but um, one or two probably every season. I. Uh, well, you're not expected to be scoring twenty goals for a fullback, are you? <laughs> no, but I would have liked to have probably scored a few more, to be honest. Uh, I think every player went through it. What about Cups now? How did you go on Aberdeenshire Cups, Aberdeenshire Shields? Uh, we never we got to a few semi-finals. We never ever got to, to a final in the, uh, my time there. Um, 
So, nah, the cup runs weren't the best, to be honest. We had uh, a few good Scottish Cup runs um, in the first couple of seasons I was there. Um, okay. We had uh, played Linlithgow Rose. They came uh, to Banff and uh, they were 2 0 up, and then Scotty Fraser scored a, a last minute equaliser to get a replay. Um, so then we went back down to their ground the following weekend and then we beat them. I think it finished 3 2 that day. So that was a, a real good result for us because at that point in Lithgow Rose was a really good side. That is certainly um, well. So that was a that was a good day out, and then uh, in the next round, I think we went to Albion Rovers. Um, okay. And then we gave them a real good game as well, and uh, we got beat one 0 But we probably should have got something out of that game, to be honest. Um, definitely deserved a replay, arguably, uh, to beat them. But that's fit before you. Uh, we got beat one 0 that day, but that was an a good day out and a good experience. Um, and then they actually went on to get Motherwell and gave them a, a close game if I remember rightly that would have been back in 2014-15 I think it about then So Ross you're still a relatively young lad by this time what do you learn about yourself and about the game? Um, I think you've you've just got to kind of stay stay on top of things the best you can um, never kind of be comfy to where you are. You've always got to be willing to improve and try and try and better yourself, um, and be willing to do a bit extra outside of your your training sessions. If you do that, you you give yourself a good opportunity to try and um, be at the best of your game. Like, yeah, well, that just led me on to my next question. Were you a good trainer? But you just answered it for me. Uh, well, not every session. Sometimes you hear an off session, but. Um, I think if you do that wee bit extra outside of it, but you give yourself the best opportunity to be to be kind of at your best in training and hopefully for a, a match day as well. Absolutely. So fun of you to get a captain seat the veil. Um, so it would have been Graham Watt that was captain, and uh, Graham Watt had a change of job, so he ended up going uh, fishing, and uh, so he wasn't there every week. Um, so when he was not there, I was kind of getting the, the vice captaincy. Okay. And then it kind of stemmed to that. So it was about 20, 21, I think it would have been. Um, 21, 22 by the time I probably kind of officially got a tie. And did that add to your game or put pressure on you? Or did you just get on with it? Didn't bother you? No, I just, you just got to get on with it. Um, at that point, Although I was still a young lad, I was probably one of the more experienced boys in the, the team, just because I had been there probably five, six years. Um, so, no, you just got to get on me. For a start, it probably was a wee bit of pressure, but the fact that I had the kind of vice-captaincy beforehand, um, I'd kind of, kind of experienced what it was like to, to be captain, but I, I, I wasn't a shouter and a screamer. I just tried to kind of lead by example, try and do things properly. Um, and then I would say my bit if I, if I, I felt as though there was something that I had, had to say. But I, I wasn't a big shouting and screaming and saying things for the sake of it. Um, I would kind of just say my bit if I felt as though it was needed. Aye, because you can shout and scream at a player and just fucking go into his shell sometimes. Aye, exactly. And there's no point kind of doing that. You've kind of just got to get boys motivated and... Um, 
can I say positive things to some players and they'll react better instead of as you say sometimes you can you can put somebody into a shell by saying the, the wrong thing. Absolutely. So in your was this your fourth season with VLP and you was captain or third? No, I think it would have been into my fifth or sixth season. Um, oh, right. That that would have happened. Um again that's just off the top of my head. I might be wrong by a season or here or there, but um, I think it would have been around about the sixth season, I. OK. How much games did you rock up for a bail, all told? Uh, it wasn't quite 250, but I, th- I think it would have been, it wasn't far off it, about the 240 mark, I think, I was at. Um, but exactly, I'm near 100% sure. Um, but uh, it, was de- it was close to the, the 250 mark. OK. And in that 250 games, Russ, tell me some of the most memorable games you remember. Um, as I say, that one Lithgow Rose game, that was a real good game. Um, well, was the obviously my debut, I remember it quite well. I actually got um, man of the match that day. Uh, the first goal, remember that game well. Work away, that was another three points. Um, other games have we got? With a couple of real good games against Cove. Um, when Cove was a, a decent side and we managed to, to sneak a win. Um, and that was never easy to do, was it? No, no. You, you came when you were playing Cove, your eye was in for a real tough game. And uh, obviously the, the, the Bucky Derbies as well, they were always good games to be involved in. Um, there was a season under um, Dippy Steve Dolan that we, we beat them three times that season, beat them home and away and in the Cup. So... That was obviously three three good games to be involved in, like so. That's some of the more memorable ones, I. Right on the flip side, some of the worst games for whatever reason. Well, one of the the worst ones was a home game at the Bucky, um, one that I didn't really enjoy speaking about, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> they they gave us a real thumping that day, um, and I that that was a good result. Um, that was a, a real tough game. Like that was a season. I think Bucky actually went on to win the league that year. Yeah, um, okay. They they were absolutely flying, and um, no, that was that was probably the worst game of football I've ever been involved in, to be honest. Um, so see games like that, Ross. Yeah. How do you get on with the next one? Did you just blank that game out or forget about it? Or just... Oh, you've got to. You can't dwell in it. If you dwell on football, then you can quickly become unstuck a wee bit and. Before you can it, you're in a bit of a rut. Um, so, no, you just got to forget about it. And the next game kind of come quick enough, really, so you can try and make amends and um, get back on track. Uh, but bad games like that keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? Aye, aye. Um, that's it. Obviously, you didn't want to have many of them, like, but it does. It sometimes gives you a wake-up call and um, you've got to make sure you try and react positively to it. So in your 250-odd games for uh, the Vale, which manager did you have? How much managers? Aye. Um, we had Charlie Charlesworth. After him, it was Ali McLeod, who has um, sadly passed away now. Um, after Ali, it was Steve Dolan mm-hmm. and Dippy. And then it was uh, Craig Stewart. So four four managers, I. Okay. And was there any one of those four in particular benefited your career, do you think? They all uh, contributed different things to me, probably. Charlie obviously gave him a chance. Um, 
really enjoyed my time under Charlie. Um, Ali, again, he kind of brought in a real professionalism to the club. Um, well, actually, didn't they probably meet the meet the um, targets we should have under him with the professionalism he brought in. We're kind of training three, four times a week in pre-season and we were absolutely flying and the league started and then we just couldn't seem to get a result. So we kind of underperformed under him a wee bit. Um, and then under Dippy, Dippy was the one that kind of gave me the most consistency I've had at the Vale. Um, I played week in, week out under Dippy and he ended up giving me the captaincy. So I've got to thank Dippy for. And then uh, obviously when Craig's got the job, um, I was still captain under Craig and I was playing some of my probably best football at the Vale um, under Craig. Um, but that was obviously just a six-month spell because that's then um, led on to me leaving and joining the Brockes season. Yeah, OK. So <clears throat> you're saying Dippy was very, you were very consistent with Dippy. He played the same position as you? Aye, Dippy was a full-back, just the opposite side. Aye, Dippy was left full-back. So um, if there was a man you ever needed to ask about that position, he would have been your man, like, just the idea. How, how was your relationship with the Vale fans? Aye, good. Um, obviously, I'm a, a Banff lad, like so. Um, they were all very good with me. Like I didn't, I couldn't um, fault them at all. Um, they kind of supported me, and um, they were very, very uh, good to me. Um, so no, not a bad word to say about them. Obviously. If you go to the pub after a game or you see them locally, everybody asks you about the football and wishes you well. So, no, um, a lot of time for them and they were they were always good to me. And I'm sure they are very appreciative of the efforts you've been for, for their team. Aye, um, I've seen all the, the comments and things like that. When I, I, I decided to leave and join, join the Brock and everybody was kind of, well spoken, which was a good thing to see because sometimes when somebody decides to, to move on they, there can be a bit of bad blood but I feel as though um, it kind of ended respectfully and on good terms which was how I wanted it to when I, when I, I moved on. Uh, it's fine, it just shows a bit of professionalism for nothing's happy as you leave. You don't want to leave in a bad taste, do you? No, no, definitely not. That's not how I wanted it to, to end after my the length of the time I had been there. So, no, I was happy how it uh, ended and I, I wish the club all the best for for the future and hope things um, go well for them. But, uh, no, it was, I felt it was, though it was a, a good opportunity when the, the Brock um, opportunity came up. So, um, no, hopefully, hopefully they will um, do well. And um, it's a new challenge now for me. Good, good. So before we come to the Brock, a couple of little bits we want to finish off with the Vale. Did you hear any favourite lot of venues when you played for the Vale? You like Gunnel? I always enjoyed playing away at Bucky. Um, actually, quite I like playing it for Martin. I think they've got a, a good pitch there. Um, but I always, always enjoyed the Brock games as well. You can't the fans there would give you give you a bit of abuse. Um, there's always a good turnout at Brock. Um, where else? I enjoyed Wick away as well. I didn't enjoy the journey, but I uh, enjoyed enjoyed playing there actually. Even um, up the hill. But was I sorry? Even up the hill. Yeah, uh, even up the hill. I, <laughs> I um, 
no, it's not the best. I pitches there, but um, no, I enjoyed enjoyed playing there. So that's yeah, probably man. a few few places I enjoyed playing it. Good. They can say if you like the work, but the pitches, it is what it is, and we've just got to get on with. Ah, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it is. Uh, it's a big advantage playing down the hill, and it's tough playing up the hill. But as you say, it's the same for both teams. So uh, you just got to get on with it. You mentioned Bucky and the Brock favourite away grounds. So you obviously like playing in front of bigger crowds and hostile crowds. That never bothered you, know, or did you enjoy that? No, I enjoyed it. Um, oh, that's, that's part of playing football, is it? Getting a bit of abuse and um, <laughs> hearing what the fans have got to say. So no, they're obviously good, good away, away venues to play at because um, they get a good following and good crowds. That's good. So we come to your end of your time at the Vale. How did you leaving the Vale come about? Um, well, I was coming to the end of my contract. I, was, I would have been out of contract at the end of the season with the Vale. Um, and they did they offered me a new two-year um, contract. But um, I had kind of just asked to um, wait until the end of the season to make my decision then. But obviously the club's got to look after themselves. So um, the transfer list um, came up. Okay. And um, obviously when that happened, um, the club made me aware of the clubs that were interested. And uh, when I heard that the Fraserburgh were interested in Brock, I uh, went down and met Mark, um, Bax, Anthony, um, the management team, um, on a Wednesday night. Um, spoke to them then, and kind of they says their ambitions, their plans for the club, and that kind of really interested me. And I thought it would be a real good move. Um, so that's how it all kind of panned out. And that was on a Wednesday, and then you made your debut on a Saturday. Um, it was actually probably a week and a half beforehand I met them. Did you come on at half-time against Fort William? Aye, aye. I, came, I made my debut against uh, Fort William, the home game. Uh, came on me about maybe half an hour to go. So that was that was good. Um, a good start. <laughs> 12 no, I think that finished. So, aye, um, you must have been thought playing for Brock's door all there. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that was... Uh, Obviously, a, a, a good debut and um, a, a good icebreaker, really, I suppose. Um, can I just find my feet a wee bit and um, get to see how the the way that the, the team plays and um, kick on for there? There's a thing I'm always interested in when players come from one club to another club. Did you find any difference? I know you've only been here like five minutes. Do you see any differences in how Vale operate and how the Brock operate, as in playing or training? Aye, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll not say too much on that, like, but there is there is um, differences. Um, and you've just got to adapt. Aye, that's it. You've just got to adapt. Um, so, no, the, the intensity um, is really, really good at a Brock. It, it was at a Vale as well, but um, I think there is that added bit of intensity in training. Um, so, no, that, that's one of the real big differences. Good, and we've a fine big squad, so there's always competition for places here as well. Aye, that's it. Um, you can, if, you, if you're if you at the races, one game, you could quickly find yourself at the team as well. So that's a good thing you can. You've got to be at your best. There's competition for places. So, no, I enjoy that. and um, I'll just have to try and be as consistent as I can for now get more opportunities. Absolutely. So before we go on to yesterday's game, you would have came quite a few of the players before you come down, so did that help you settle into the club? Ah, that's it. Um, I came a few boys for playing with them previously. Played with Ryan Sargent, who came on loan to the Vale. 
um, played with Gary Harris, with his spell at the as well. And um, obviously, just through playing Fraserburgh over the years, you kind of you knew the, the faces and that anyway. But um, the boys have all been brilliant with me since I've, I've came in and made me feel really welcome. And kind of everybody right through the club has for, um, for the management, for the fans, for the committee, right through the, the playing squad as well. So everybody's been really good. So enjoyed my spell so far, although it's been short, but it's been uh, really, really good. You're right on to yesterday's game. Hi. Um, it was I, one of those games had everything. Ah, that's it. Um, it was really, really enjoyable to play in. Like um, first half an hour, obviously, wasn't it? How we we wanted to start the game, but um, once we once we got that goal back, and then obviously sending off with the, the attitude of the players and the, the squad we've got, we knew we could get ourselves back into the game, which thankfully we ended up doing. Um, kind of just regrouped at half time, and we knew if we um, we played our game, kept the ball well, we would uh, get chances, and that's that's how we we got back into the game. And of course, you had a big same two of the goals yesterday. You got a penalty plus you a deflected shot. Aye, aye. Uh, I, I was kind of half hoping I would get the goal, but probably a bit cheeky to be honest. I think the header would have maybe just been edging past the post, and thankfully it took that deflection and uh, ended up in the, the the back of the net. So, no, I was uh, glad to, to play a part in uh, a couple of the goals, but thankfully uh, we managed to, to get the result we were, we were looking for, which is yes. the most important thing. Rock spirit, never say die, keep going, old ref blazer, whistle. No, exactly. Um, and from for my point of view, it's the first time I've had a result against a top six side for a long time. So, no, I was just really, really glad to be involved in it. And um, hopefully we, we kick on now one game at a time. Um, can't get too carried away. It's a good result, but we've still kind of 16 games to go, which is all going to be tough, tough games. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And as you said, just one game at a time. Yeah, exactly. I think the only disappointing thing yesterday was no Brock fans at the match, because that would have added to the atmosphere. Aye, a lot of the boys were saying that there was supposed to be um, three, four, five maybe um, supporter buses coming down, and I think breaking themselves probably would have had a bigger crowd, so yeah, well, that would have been uh, an even better atmosphere. It was still a good atmosphere, but it was a shame a lot of the, uh, our fans couldn't um, get down to, to see the game, how it turned out. Ah uh, well, but it's COVID. We've just got to abide by regulations and just keep ourselves right. Ah, that's it. It's uh, been a real pain recently. This COVID stuff, but at least we are still getting our football because it was um, it was a tough period. From it was just kind of doing your own things, your own runs, and kind of Zoom Zoom chats and calls and doing things in there. So at least we are back to our normal training and playing games again because that was. Uh, Nobody enjoyed that spell we know it by at all. No, it's no good for nobody, is it? No, no. So, as I say, in the Highland League, games come thick and fast. We now look forward to the home game and set against Bucky. That should be another top-of-the-table clash. That should be a good one. Aye, aye, it will be. Um, they're, they're a good side, so we we came and need to be at the top of our game to, to hopefully get a result we'll be looking for. Um, so, here's hoping the game will be on, whether it be through weather or with the COVID stuff, um, hopefully we'll get the game on and um, get the result we're looking for. Well, here, so I just got a message in the Brora Forest games up on Saturday already, so it's probably not a good sign. But hopefully we'll get our game played. 
Aye, hopefully, because uh, need to try and get as much games played as we can to try and get as much points on the board as possible. OK, so what would you say is your ambitions for Brock while you're here? Um, obviously, to try and get silverware, um, try and be successful as we can. That's the, the main target. Um, in football, you want to try and win as, as much as, as possible. Um, hopefully, going on to to win the league this year, that would be um, the, the target that I'm, I'm definitely looking for and the, the whole club's looking for. Um, and then after that, we'll, we'll see see how um, things go. But obviously, silverware and try and be as successful as possible. That's the target. And establish yourself as a fan's favourite in the black and white shirt as well. Aye, <laughs> here's hoping. Um, that, would be, that would be good if... Uh, um, that, that happens. Right, we're going to finish off with a few quick fire questions for you, Ross. Just you tell me whatever comes into your head. So, your favourite team of off the Brock is? Oh, I would, I would have to say they all being a bank lad, but um, Brock's obviously my, my team now. Okay, and uh, senior team? Did you say, oh, I thought you said Celtic earlier on. Right, we settled down on a Saturday night to watch a movie. What sort of movies would you watch? Uh, I'd probably go for an action movie. Um, what team would we go for? A Liam Neeson Taken or something like that. That's, uh, that's the kind of films I like. Okay. Uh, Ross, are you married or single? Um, I'm not married, but I've, I've got a girlfriend. I. Okay. So where would be your favourite holiday destination? Uh, I like Tenerife. Tenerife's a good holiday. Okay. Indian or Chinese? Indian. Okay. Only other sports you partake in apart from football? I play play a bit of golf. I'm not very good at it, like, but I enjoy a game of golf. Just ever at Duffus? I remember at Duffus, like, yeah. so I actually play a bit of golf with uh, Greg, Greg Buckingham, one of uh, ex-players, so um, I play at Duffus. Okay, cracking course to play at, eh? Aye, it is a good course. Right, if you could play in one game and only in senior football in the only club, only part of the world, fit one game would you play in? Old firm. Okay. Uh, attack it at Parkhead. Aye, Parkhead. And you score a winner in the last minute. <laughs> that would be uh, absolutely perfect, like, but uh, unfortunately I can't see that happening. <laughs> it's a good dream, to me. Yeah, it's a good dream, mate. Right? Okay. Right, have you any regrets in football up till now? Um, no, not really, not really. Um, I had a, a wee spell at um, Cali Thistle when I was um, kind of 14 to, to 16, under 15s to under 17s, so I was there for two, two and a half years. Okay. Um, and I, I kind of struggled with a few injuries, which probably set my back a wee bit. Um, so I not really regret, mere kind of just a unfortunate circumstance, but um, if there was something that I could change, it would be changing kind of that injuries at that time period. See that injuries would that have coincided with growing pains as well. I mean, Fourteen It was maybe that, maybe just being a wee bit too much at a time. Um, because I was training three times a week up there, and then I was also training on a Monday. Um, we Craig Ewan at different side at that time. Um, so I was probably training four four times a week playing probably two games a week in that as well. So maybe a combination of the two of that, yeah. 
Aye, four games a week takes us to all, eh? Aye, aye, it does. Um, so, but no, at that point, you can't get enough football, but um, as I say, that that injuries would be not a regret, obviously, because you can't help it, but um, it'd be something that I would would change if you you could change something. Okay. How many red cards have you accrued in your career so far? Just one, and funnily enough, it was actually at Wick away as well, so it's different seems to happen against Wick. <laughs> <laughs> was it a merited red card or was you robbed? Uh, I feel as though it was a robbed one. It was two yellows. I The second team probably was a yellow. It was a tackle, but the first one was never a yellow. Um, so... Ah, yeah, that was pro- I feel as though I was robbed of that one. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done on a pitch? Oh, embarrassing. Um, oh, it's a tough one. Probably just through a bad performance, a, a bad, but probably scoring an own goal, actually. I scored an own goal against Brewer at home, which uh, ended up making us get beat 1-0. Um, oh, what's a series? So, uh, aye, yeah, that was... I'd probably say that's my most embarrassing eye. <laughs> okay. Right. Tell us one thing about yet nobody knows. Oh, nobody knows. Putting you under pressure anyway. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough one on the spot. Um, <laughs> nobody cares. Oh, I'm not sure, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, the brain's going to ruin you, pal, eh? Oh, you can tell my brother the bells after you get a chance to think about it. Oh, maybe I have to get back to you with that, Willie. I'm not 100% sure. No worries. Okay, in There'll your career some... in the Highland League... For talking, sorry, Will. In your career in the Highland League, who would you rate as the best player you've seen or played against? Oh, see. In terms of playing against, I would probably go for... And this isn't just because obviously play with him new, probably Scotty Barber. Yeah. Like, um, just through, obviously he's gave me a few tough, tough games playing against him over the years. Um, I also think Graham Rogers, a real good player. Okay. Um, through playing with him and, and against him at for Martin. Um, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of real good players. Um, through the Highland League, so um, you could you could probably go on and name a few. Aye, uh, and then you could talk and more. Why did they mention me? Aye, <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. But it, there's a, a lot, a lot of top players in the in the Highland League, so you uh, could you could go on and name a few. Uh, it's unfair of me to ask you, but I like to beat under a wee bit of pressure. <laughs> oh, no, no, right. that's right. To finish off, with Greg, what advice would you give to a young and up and coming player? Um, probably just to to do that bit extra outside of football. Be willing to listen to your coaches, and they think that you can you can at all because nobody does. You're you're better to if somebody's willing to give you a bit of advice, then listen to them because um, it's it's not for for their benefit; it's for your benefit. So if you do that and do your bit extra, um, make sure you're committed and have the right attitude towards it. Then you'll give yourself a fighting chance to. To, to play um, to play football at whatever level it is Good, that's good solid advice Well Ross it's been a pleasure speaking to you hopefully I'll give the Brock fans a wee insight to Ross Aitken their new fullback and we look forward to seeing you in the black and white for many years to come Aye, no thanks for having me on Willie and um, 
I'll hopefully do as well as I can for the club. I'll uh, do my best to, to make sure that happens. Good, man. OK, I look forward to seeing you in Saturday, the book again. Uh, cheers, boy. Take care, Ross. Thanks a lot. Same yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there you go, guys. That's an insight into the Brock's new signing, Ross Aitken. We'll look forward to seeing him in the black and white for many years to come. So, guys, I hope you liked this podcast. And if you did like it, feel f- feel free sorry, to leave a review to end it. And stay tuned for more exciting podcasts to come. Thank you very much, guys. Take care and all the best for year 2022. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to be involved in the show or you'd like to nominate somebody who you would like to hear come on the show, get in touch. My name is Willie McKenzie. You can contact me on 07-904-756-332. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you. Thank you.